0: Hello, this is Grant Edwards from Liberty NZ. welcome on to the livecast. Well, last night at 12.30, actually I'll just wait for a moment until a few people arrive, I want to talk about uh, what happened last night. I'm hoping that Max, babe, will join me and also uh, Ella, I want Ella to bring us up to date with what's happening in the Ukraine, Ella knows quite a lot about that, she has people that are on the ground and uh, the areas that we're going to be talking about. Um, so we're hoping that um, we can talk to Max and perhaps John, John Ansel. So yesterday, um, I think it was uh, yes, yesterday morning, very early, or was it might have been the night before. Anyway, uh, Podbean froze the accounts. In other words, they said that we couldn't publish any more until the end of the month. So it was the 28th, which would have been the 27th in the United States. And um, so they said we couldn't publish until the end of the month, so it's not quite so bad. But um, our data is less. We've been doing less long uh, live streams, but we've been doing a lot of small files. And I've written to them, and I've yet to hear back as to why they did that, and it seems very suspicious. Also, uh, another friend of ours uh, had her who, was, who was, comes on the on the program, on Liberty NZ. She had her telegram uh, become inoperable, which is very interesting. And um, we also had intel- intelligence that there was, well, and also with the Herald article, almost uh, in plain sight letting us know what their, their next move was going to be, either the government or the police or whoever, the intelligence people that do these things to stop uh, democracy to stop uh, rightful lawful protests to uh, stop the people from being heard uh, to stop the government from hearing the people or the government have just chosen not to hear them so that shows you that we don't have a democracy that we actually have a tyrannical government but um, we Uh, not sure whether we'll be able to publish this but we will try Uh, we seem to be able to do live streams we did that, we could do that yesterday so hopefully by the end of the day we'll be back up and running on this channel properly and being able to post interviews that uh, John Ansell has been doing for us, a number of interviews on a um, uh, right through the day, so John travels from his hometown over the Rimutakas to Wellington every day and uh, interviews people and gives us a an idea of what's going on at the protest in Wellington. Uh, I think we're getting must be getting well into to the twenties. 20th, uh, 23rd, I think it is 22nd day of the protest, and spirits are still high. Uh, we've yet to hear what's happened to Brad Flutie. Brad was arrested and then let go, and then he was arrested again for no reason. Just in his house, he was where, the, where they said where he said he would be. Arrested him at this time. They took his phone. Obviously, they want to, so they're saying they're using it as evidence. <laughs> but uh, obviously, they just uh, he was obviously directing people as to where, where the police were trying to, you know, do things like take away toilets or take away showers or uh, just make a general nuisance of themselves and stop peaceful protest. Uh, anyone that's been following this knows that all of the aggression has come from, all of it has come from the police, they have been using psychological tactics and also physical tactics. A lot of people, a lot of innocent people have been and children have been hurt by the New Zealand police. Um, We're calling on the New Zealand police to resign and, and, um, and form a constabulary to uphold the Bill of Rights. And to do what they swore an oath to do. Um, and uh, police are there by the people, for the people. That's we pay their wages, and they're there to uh, uphold the or keep the peace and uphold the rights and privileges of New Zealanders. They're not there to work for a a government that has ridden roughshod over the New Zealand Bill of Rights, 1919. On Friday, we know that uh, all of you who've been following this, uh, that the police and the, that's the good police and the good armed services, because there are some very good people in these organisations, but most of them have left because they don't want to be injected with a biological agent. And of course, you can't believe the numbers that the mainstream media are telling you about how many people are vaccinated because they are just a propaganda arm of the government. If there were so many people vaccinated, they wouldn't have had to spend the hundreds of millions of dollars in advertising programs. If it was all that easy, so they've been they've embarked on a propaganda program. So on Friday, Judge Francis Cook, Justice Francis Cook, ruled that the police and um, New Zealand Defence Force mandating of their personnel was against the Bill of Rights in other words it was illegal unfortunately there's no remedies in the Bill of Rights for for the police or armed services to get recompense but they, 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 they won their case uh, I think it's Frontline Law with a law firm that did that so they won their case and they uh, so now and the Bill of Rights says uh, section 11 and section 15 but Liz Lambert who's a lawyer she also said section 13 uh, should have been mentioned as well, but they won it based on section 11 and section 13 of the 1990 Bill of Rights, New Zealand Bill of Rights, uh, which says everyone and every person, they're the first words of each one of those subsections, those um, yes, sections. Uh, everyone has the right to, I'm, I'm, I haven't got it in front of me, but everyone has the right to uh, deny, to. Um, not to be not to take medication i think it is or medical treatment and also everyone has the right to um their religious beliefs and because uh fetal cells are used in these vaccines even though they've tried to deny it they are used in the manufacture of almost all vaccines today which is why we have such a, a booming abortion industry because that's where they get their stock from uh, aborted babies i think it was uh, 13000 just a few years ago that it was 13000 it got up to 18000 babies in new zealand we and back then i think the highest was we only had about 3 million people and it was about 18000 babies were needlessly killed and the bible says god hates the hands that shed innocent blood so we know that our creator hates it and uh, we hate it good people hate it killing of innocent babies But why are they doing it? Well, the love of money is the root of all evil. It's got nothing to do with uh, anything other than they use those, they use the body parts from these babies uh, to make their drugs. They sell them, and um, so it's used in so-called science. Uh, So Section 11 and Section 13 is upheld by Justice Francis Cook on Friday. And some people are trying to make out that it's only for the armed services, but it's not, it's everyone. So if your employer is saying to you that you need to get vaccinated, you just need to quote him that case because a precedent was set on Friday uh, that there's no more uh, mandating of vaccinations. Therefore, the next thing that should go should be the vaccine passports. And that's absolutely vital that we keep the pressure on and make sure that we get rid of the vaccine passports. And then once that's done, we need to make sure that we get rid of all of the politicians, not just one of, or two of them, not just the Labour Party, but all of the collaborators of this socialist, would-be communist, globalist regime, which is running our country, pretending that things are much worse than they really are, running our country on fear, and um, holding everybody to ransom, r- r- ruining our country just like they've ruined, the globalists have ruined all the other countries to bring in their, to crash the economy so that they can bring in their cashless society uh, with total control uh, over the people uh, using a digital identification. So that vaccine passport is nothing more than a ploy to get every single human being on earth uh, marked. And uh, if you read your Bible You will see in Revelations 13 verses 16 to 18 that a man will arise who will be a world leader, a dictator, and uh, he will cause everyone, both small and great, free and bond, rich and poor, to receive a mark in their right hand and in their forehead. Now all the corrupt new versions say on, but the old King James says in, and that's proven to be a very reliable translation, to be perfect at the word level. You won't find a provable error or contradiction in that book, in that text type. Although it is the most hated translation by Christians, Christians hate it because it chafes them. It uh, they have to come under the authority of it, and they don't like it. They like to go to different versions, so that they can they can be the final authority, and they can choose what God's word says instead of their, a God showing them in His word what what is correct the way he wants them to live, they make up their own Bible. There's even, I think there's even a homosexual Bible. There's all these different Bibles. They're all corrupt. And the Bible warns us, the King James Bible warns us, that we are not as many which corrupt the Word of God. So we've been warned ahead of time that men will try to corrupt it. But God, in his Word, in Psalms 12, 6 and 7, promises to preserve every word. The Bible says in Hebrews, uh, in uh, uh, proverbs 30 verse 5 every word of god is pure every word and it says in psalms 12:6 and 7 that the words of the lord are pure and that god will preserve them the words from this generation forever all corrupt new versions say god will preserve the people a total corruption of the word of god so god has kept his promise he's preserved his words there for you he warns us he's warned us that these days would come these last days and that man will, a man will arise and he will be a world leader, probably a Jew from Europe or America from the Western alliance, from NATO, and he will uh, rule the Western forces and he will attack the King of the North, who is Russia, and he, they will be uh, allied by the Arab nations, the King of the South, and he will be very frightened when he hears of the Red Army, This is the Antichrist who will be coming across the river Euphrates, which will be dried up, the Bible tells us. It will be dried up, and the mighty army, and it names the number of the army, and China has already, even back in the 70s, said that they could raise uh, a number, and the number that was quoted, even from these people who aren't Bible believers generally, although more and more of them are, was 200 million, 200 million men at arms in red the Red Army, coming across the river Euphrates to the Valley of Medigo, which is just in the northern part of Israel, and that's where Napoleon said this will be a great place for a battle. Of course, there's been quite a few battles there anyway, but this will be where the great standoff is between the forces of NATO, the Western alliance um, ruled by the Antichrist, who's going to make all of you people that aren't Christians have a mark on your right hand, in, in your right hand, and in your forehead. And if you take that mark, something happens to you. You'll be changed. Your DNA, possibly, will be changed. You won't be human anymore because you will not be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. So you must refuse that mark if you miss the rapture. And we know that the rapture is spoken of in First Thessalonians 4, where it's, the Bible tells us. I don't know why people don't preach this. I don't know what is wrong with them. But the Bible is very clear that the Lord himself should descend from heaven and he will, uh, uh, the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive, the Christians that are alive and remain, will be caught up together with those that have passed away and risen from the dead, and they all shall be caught up t- together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, not on the ground, not at Jerusalem, not on the Mount of Olives, but in the air. And then the Bible says... That we will return with the Lord after a certain period, and I believe it's during that tribulation period that we'll have the judgment seat of Christ, and then the great white, uh, then the uh, uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb, and then we will return with the Lord. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians 2, in flaming fire with his mighty angels, and the Lord will take vengeance on all those that know not God and obey not the gospel. And that's what's going to happen to all those people that reject Jesus Christ, the creator of heaven and earth, who came to earth as a man and laid down his precious life for you so that you don't have to go to hell. The the Bible is quite clear. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We will not make a liar out of God. God will not be mocked. And uh, the Bible says he sits in the heavens and laughs at those. He has them in derision. And so your only hope for the future, your only hope is to trust in Jesus Christ. And uh, so I pray you do. Uh, So you can see it happening now. And uh, don't think that for one moment they're going to give up on this COVID vaccine thing. They'll invent a new variant and the next one will be more deadly. And uh, it will be as a direct result of all the vaccinated people getting sick. And uh, they'll just get sicker and sicker. And uh, I'm watching them now, all you know, 90% of them in my town are walking around with masks on outside at the supermarket. And so, those uh, as the winter approaches, the change of season, people will develop colds, they will go down as uh, COVID cases, and there'll be some new variant, it'll be zeta or theta or one other uh, letter of the Greek alphabet, uh, yorta, uh, all the different names you can imagine it. But they will actually be just vaccine injured people and uh, we know this is true uh, because even late last year uh, one of our uh, associates uh, who was a a nine-year ICU nurse in Kentucky told us that the official records were showing that the people that were in the uh, hospital with they had COVID uh, they were in fact when you when he did his investigation he found that they'd all been vaccinated and they were actually vaccine injured people. And so your Omicron is probably just a a variant of the super spreaders, the people that are vaccinated are are spreading their spike proteins around and that's why people are getting sick outside of winter at this time of the year. But wait until the winter comes, the change of season, the autumn, wait till fall and uh, all these people that are wearing masks are going to develop bacterial infections and they're going to be very, very sick and we will have a pandemic all right caused by vaccines and wearing masks mark my words so we've all been warned in revelations 13 16 and 18 that there'll come a time when uh people uh, this antichrist, this world leader world leader from nato uh or the western alliance uh he will uh cause everyone to take a mark in their right hand and in their forehead and he will not only just be a world leader but he'll also be a general uh, he will be uh, on the battlefield. In actual fact, he will go go onto the battlefield. Very few leaders today go onto battlefields. He will be a very good looking man. The Bible, if you study your Bible, you'll find that he is a homosexual, and he will be from Israel. Uh, his descendants, he'll be Jewish. I would say, but he'll probably be from Europe or the United States. He'll be a European Jew, and um, you know. You've just got to do some proper study and stop listening to what other people tell you the Bible says and read it for yourself and study it. The Bible tells us to study, to show thyself approved unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed. So a workman means it's hard work. And it is hard work to study the Bible. But it's very important because that's the one and only book. That's the greatest history book of all time. And that is the book which has the way to heaven, the way that you can be saved from the destruction that God is going to pour out on a rebellious, this wicked earth, who has been murdering and committing genocide for hundreds of years, thousands of years, uh, has been uh, killing the Jewish people, has been killing Christians, and uh, so, and even formed religions which pretend to be Christian, like the Roman Catholic system. A lot of good Roman Catholic people, but the system is complete idolatry. And the Bible tells us in uh, Revelation 17 and 18, I think it is, it says, uh, to come out of her, my brethren. It's referring to, even has the colours of the Roman Catholic system. We know that the city that sits on seven hills is Rome. When you go to Rome, you have a uh, tour guide who will say, welcome to the city that sits on seven hills, just as the Bible says. So we will not make a liar out of God. God has forewarned us what is coming. And my advice to you is to uh, call out to him. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's his name in English. You can call out to him in your own language. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ in English. And um, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. That's Romans 10, a wonderful chapter for you to read. You don't need a preacher to tell you. You can read the Bible for yourself. And it's all in there, folks. Everything's in there. It tells you how to get to heaven. So, yes, uh, we are fighting. um, It seems like we're fighting a carnal war, doesn't it? We've got uh, Russia uh, coming down. Uh, uh, The West are making uh, Putin out to be the bad guy. But if you study the history of the Ukraine, 70% of them are Russian. 70% of them want Russia to be part of Russia. And uh, Putin... uh, uh, knows that these uh, infiltrators, these globalist uh, Marxists from the West have uh, setting up bases uh, to attack him and he knows that he's been a mediation for years and uh, he cannot allow the Western alliances to have a proxy war against him and use uh, Ki- uh, Kiev and, uh, well, uh, use the Ukraine as a base. Uh, so he had no choice. He had to go in and, but the world, Uh, you look at all the media, you just type in what's happening there and it's all anti-Putin, it's all anti-Russia but in actual fact you cannot believe a word you're watching or seeing uh, with these uh, Hollywood uh, people that are running the mainstream media Um, we've put on our Podbean we've um, got some recordings there one of um, Putin himself if you go to our uh, uh, well, I will publish it on this this Podbean channel, but if you go to our backup channel, which you'll see there, all you do is it's uh, LibertyNZ, and it's got an A after it, .podbean.com, you can hear uh, Vladimir Putin's full speech for, and it's actually a lecture, uh, for almost one hour going into the history and the reasons why, and uh, so he's not a mad dog, uh, He is uh, he's not crazy, he's not insane. He's a very intelligent and a very peace-loving man, uh, but he cannot afford to uh, uh, jeopardise the security of Russia. And um, so, you know, Russia, uh, Ukraine was always part. They had a a vote in the Crimea, and 95% of the ones would be with Russia. So we've got these infiltrators, just like we've got infiltrators in the New Zealand Parliament. We've got all these socialists, so-called, that every socialist wants to become, every socialist wants to be a, a, a communist, so that's really who we have. We've got communists, fascists, you call them what you like, globalists. The, the names change, as John Ansel would say, but they really are the same thing. They do not love our country. They, their first allegiance is with a foreign power, uh, with the United Nations or the World Economic Forum. It's all very murky, no one really knows who's running it, but we do know that it is not in the best interests of New Zealand, that we've been crippled by this latest uh, fiasco, the COVID pandemic, pandemic. but we've been crippled uh, by a lot of other socialist communist leaders, um, like Helen Clark, who decimated our air force, and um, and lots of others, uh, that Keryn... Uh, what's his name, Karen McNulty, he is a, a socialist, Grant Robertson is a socialist, um, we've got uh, Hipkins, he's a socialist, obviously Bloomfield is, they're all socialist, uh, a huge amount of them are homosexuals, therefore they reject the God of the Bible, and uh, so this is what we've got, a very devilish, a very satanic uh, group of people that are young uh, globalists, that are running our world in countries like Canada, France, uh, Australia, um, here in New Zealand, of course. Uh, Ardern would be the chief young politician for global action, and uh, so they're all World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum is just another, another term for the same old, same old uh, peg: uh, the new world order. That's uh, They have all these different names, but it's really the same thing, and that is to have a one-world government and a one-world religion. And the Bible warns us that's exactly what's going to happen. So don't follow the world, folks. Follow the Bible. Follow the God of the Bible. His name is Jesus Christ. You can trust him, and you can trust what the Bible says, especially that old King James. Well, thank you very much for joining me. We hope to be back doing uh, proper podcasts, Um, maybe tomorrow hopefully we'll have John Ansell will be back in Wellington Uh, as I've said earlier overnight we had the police come in at half past twelve at night and take away the shower block uh, that uh, people had built or had put in Um, they'll probably come and take the toilets away so the police and government are trying to make the um, occupation uh, of parliament Uh, to end the mandates and to end the vaccine passports and to end this government and to call in new elections. They're trying to make it an unsanitary place to uh, to be, and uh, so that will be as a direct result of this government. And, of course, Trevor Mallard, the Speaker of the House, the first stupid thing he did was to um, flood, use the sprinkler system on the lawns on the grounds there at Parliament to flood them. And to uh, cause just an absolute mud pile. But what did the people do? They were down there, the thousands of people. They brought in great systems. They brought in hay, straw, and uh, they've now built raised bed gardens. And it's an absolute carnival, but a, a wonderful place, like a like a festival, uh, it has been. And uh, but of course, if you look at the mainstream media, if you look at YouTube, all you see is riots and. And uh, and, that, and the riots are all the police. The police are the ones that are actually causing the um, the violence. They are instigating the violence. And um, and so people are allowed to even if it is a police officer. So if you're being assaulted for no no logical reason uh, and and being uh, dealt with in a very heavy handed manner when there's no when there's no need for that. It's not proper policing. Then you should be able to defend yourself against that, and police are human beings, they are men, they are citizens of our country, they're not, uh, they don't, they're not able to go beyond and above the law, they are still uh, under the New Zealand law, and so there'll be many, many court cases of, uh, coming up of police, I know that Sue Gray's taking one for Philip, who was the man that was eye-gouged, our our, our eye I should say, um, he was backed into the, into the toilets, The um, Port and uh, he had nowhere to go. And this police was policeman. The senior sergeant was just uh, punching him with uh, uppercuts and uh, haymakers. And then he uh, gouged out his uh, tried to gouge his eyes. And you can see uh, videos of him if you go on uh, Lingo Louis, Lingo Louis, his website. You'll see an interview that he did with Philip, uh, and you'll see that he's a very calm and a very level-headed man and they're there protesting and law-abiding and he was actually physically assaulted for no no logical reason and in the end he just had once they started our gouging our eye gouging him he said I had to I had to defend myself and he did and that was when they singled him out and um, and and pulled him into the police lines and uh, you'll see the video anyway on Louis and others as well so thanks for joining me, and uh, we hope to bring you today a little later on. It may not be today; it might be tomorrow. We hope to bring you uh, John Ansell's report uh, from Parliament, and uh, also if you go to our backup site, you'll hear you will hear uh, John's warning about a false flag. We believe that the police, uh, saying through the intelligence agencies, the media, and it's uh, it's an interesting. It's a guy called David Fisher who's the a senior reporter for the. New Zealand herald and um, he 's um, a bit of a dodgy character he seems to be just uh, hand in hand he 's part of the fifty five million dollars uh, crew uh, fighting against the really he 's actually at war a lot of you don 't realize it but he 's actually at war with the, the team of five million New Zealanders um, and uh, he 's the one that wrote this article and uh, he 's saying that there's a, an element there that that, a, that they have intelligence that a terrorist attack is likely of course that's absolute nonsense but we know when they start talking that way that the police have or the government or the agencies have probably uh, have a a plan to uh, to do a false flag uh, to uh, injure politicians or police or uh, innocent members of the public and it will be blamed on Uh, the protesters. That's what they do. They do it all over the world. It's not the first time. And if you think back many years ago, back in the 70s, there was a case called the Arthur Allen Thomas case where uh, he was accused of murdering a couple in their farmhouse. And uh, we know for a fact that police planted shotgun cartridges, not shotgun, uh, 22 cartridges in the garden next to where they said that the crews were shot. And they were planted. It was proven that they were planted, and uh, so don't think for one moment that uh, that we we still don't have corrupt police within our police force. So I'm calling on all of you, good police, to get out and start defending the people. Um, I'm, that's what I'm calling on you for. I'm calling on the New Zealand military to wh- what I'd like to see is the New Zealand military actually arrest the Prime Minister and all the politicians that uh, have been pushing these mandates and vaccines and murdering people with their vaccines. We know that uh, well, almost 400 people have died as a result of the vaccines, which has been covered up. There's been over 5,000 adverse reactions reactions to the vaccines in New Zealand. That's just Pfizer alone. And uh, this is a genocide, and they're pushing this on the New Zealand people to fulfil their globalist uh, long-term aim of uh, Population control. Uh, if you look at the Georgia Guidestones, it's uh, uh, they want to have a population on Earth of five hundred thousand people. So that means that seven and a half, almost seven and a half billion people must die, and um, that's uh, they're going to. They, they, that's their aim to do that. And even if you look in the Bible, it says that um, that uh, the that the wars that are coming in the future are so great that um, if uh, the Lord does not return that no flesh would be saved and that might be through wars and pestilence and uh, who knows, the the pestilence could be this vaccine that God is allowing to be poured out on the earth through these wicked people uh, that love money more than they love us and there's billions of dollars to be made and we're paying for it while they kill us. So we're actually paying for our own death by allowing these wicked governments to inject us with toxins that are untried, never been properly tested on us. In fact, if I would say that if they have been properly tested, uh, then they know what it will do. They know that there's nanoparticles in them, absolutely beyond a doubt. Many doctors, epidemiologists uh, have found this technology inside of them, and uh, we have never been told anything like this. It's absolutely wicked, and um, so. But we know in the end that our God will destroy the these wicked people, and. Uh, so I'm going to end this podcast now because um, I'm now going onto a very gravelly, bumpy road, and um, you might not be able to hear me very well. And so, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. I'll put this podcast up a little bit later. It might be a day or two before we do because we've still got the, the freeze on our on our main uh, podcast. Uh, this one, yeah. So it's funny, isn't it? They'll allow us to do live streams, but they won't allow us to publish them. <laughs> so I guess it's I guess it's a space thing. I'm hoping that it's something technical that it's uh, uh, you know that we've we've been publishing too many even though we have an unlimited account it seems they feel that we haven't been fair uh, by um, publishing as many as we have so it's, we're at a time though where we need to publish a lot because there's so much going on and so uh, that's why we, we did so many, we were doing f- four and five and six podcasts a day and so obviously for the month this month of March we'll have to put uh, quite a few of those interviews together and um, instead of publishing them individually, if that's if, if I get a reply back to say that's the problem, it's not a not a data problem, but more of a uh, number the number of files. All right, well thank you very much for listening to me. My name's Grant Edwards and uh, John Ansel and I and the, uh, myself and all the others that are here at the crew at Liberty NZ. We thank you. We ask that you would share this podcast with as many people as you can. We love those hearts coming through as well. And so. We thank you from the bottom of our heart for supporting us and for uh, having a desire to know the truth about what's going on in our world and um, and how we can remedy it. And we've all got different ideas, and that's good because that's freedom. And so uh, Max was telling me today that there are you know there are disagreements within the uh, occupation at Parliament, but that's okay. Because that's what you have inside of Parliament. That's what Parliament is, is all about. The Western democracy is about debating and arguing things out until we get to the, to, and uh, argue out and get the, get the right decision to be made, the law, the correct laws to be passed and not tyrannical laws without any argument. So we must have argument. Make sure that your children, uh, don't learn to, don't learn to, uh, shy away from arguing. Arguing, argumentum is the way our, our, our great civilisations were built on, built on debate, arguing, it's a good thing, it's not a bad thing, we just need to know the rules of engagement, which is to not use ad hominem to attack the messenger, but to attack the information that you're being presented with, uh, but to always hear what is to be said for the other side. And so that's really important that we teach our children to debate you must debate, you must argue, you must ask questions and um, then we'll get there thanks folks, it's been a pleasure we'll see you next time